neighbor did a little bit of hedge work on their house and inadvertently cut my uh, fiber optic cable for the internet and uh, my ISP locally here called Bell. I finally got after three technicians who have come during the time of me living here in this place, I got the guy the good guy who is fixing all of the problems of the previous dudes that came to try and fix shit and lazily said, yeah, we'll do it. This guy is freaking amazing. He's up there. He's taking care of everything. An amazing dude. The real good ones, you can tell. They're hard workers, man. That's so crazy. What a fleeting, beautiful moment. This fellow who came to fix my connection, the felled wire for my fiber optic internet. It's his last day on the job. I wanted to tell him, you know, is there a way that I can tell the company how great a job you did and how wonderful you are because you, you've cleaned up all of the other mess from the previous technicians and you did such a wonderful job. And he goes, well, to be honest, this is my last day. I said, this is your last day and you did this kind of quality work? To which he responded, this is an important lesson for me, man. He said, you know, when I was assigned the task of coming to fix your problem today, I never like to leave a job unfinished. I wanted to do a good job and finish my job, finish my tasks and do it well. It's his integrity. <sighs> Fuck. So yeah, I'm gonna go and do a good job tonight. Good vibes making friends with new musician friends, allies in the combined effort to try and make our mark in the musical world. Just finished my happy hour show at McKibben's remember to check out a band called Loudmouth. Some future friends. Got a good vibe about this. I'm not sure why, but in the past three or four nights, I've passed by this, uh, this carnival at a local uh, shopping mall. Contagious excitement. I just love it. Had to stop and see. It's just a good vibe when the carnies are in town. There's so much interesting energy and like suspicious <laughs> energy related to the carnies. I love it. It's a good vibe. Very like song worthy. Now I'm off to check out some friends. Local band called Sly Fox. Promised that I would go and check them out. So gotta stop in just to say hello. Love the experience. I just came over a little bit of mortgage advice. With old friends, how long have we known each other? 
guys. Dudes. Can't shake this notion that you just need to ask the world for what you want and the world will give it to you. It's fucked up, right? Did I just sound fucking crazy saying that? I know it's true. It's fucking so true, man. I think there's even like calibers. You gotta be careful what you ask for because you'll fucking get it. Or maybe you get close to what you want and you gotta make damn sure that's what you really want. I don't know. Maybe we'll just turn this into an ESP vlog or something like that. I don't know. I don't know what's with the wildlife today. I feel like I'm in an episode of something to do with wildlife. I don't even know the name. It's been a while since I used this guy for the right frickin' thing. This is the, uh, I guess, inaugural acoustic covers content creation. So I temporarily set up the live room to uh, to do video. I'm trying to think of ways to do daily content of, you know, me doing acoustic covers. And uh, I love using the condenser for the right reason, right up close and personal on my voice, which has been a million years since I did that. A couple of mics as well. So one on the guitar and a line out. And it's just uh, trying to do a fast mix, something that's easy for me to do quickly to create daily content. This is the beginning of the foray into making content on YouTube that people will actually be searching for. I've spent a lot of time thinking about that and using the statistics from my live show where I take requests and I'm always paying attention to which songs have been requested the most. So guess which content is going to be on YouTube? The songs that have been most requested. So uh, we're going to see if that works. I never really realized until just this moment, even though I've been running for years now, I realized today that when I run, I look down and I couldn't explain why. Not like it makes a fucking difference, right? You run the same distance, whether you're looking up or whether you're looking down. And the strangest experience, as I gaze to the farthest point in the distance of where I'm going, the run seems harder, the same run for years. And yet by looking far, it seems less possible. So I'm committed today and moving forward to look as far as possible and not feel daunted by it.
cool. You really get mail these days. You get a letter, you're like, ah, it's junk mail. Somebody wants money. It's uh, a letter from the McGill University Health Center saying that uh, I've been officially added to the surgical waiting list for my inguinal hernia. I know, right? Dude, get off the guitar. Don't get off. Yeah, that's a good thing. There's no date. I'm just reading it three times to make sure. Basically confirming that I'm on a waiting list. That could be one month. It could be six months. Who knows? So here we are sitting pretty near the end of June. I wonder how it's going to all unfold. It always fascinates me, the, the crazy chaos that's been happening throughout all of these adventures, you know? Almost without fail, when something happens crazy, there's an underlying benefit or really important life lesson that comes with it. So this is a big deal, getting operated on. I mean, I'm not worried about the operation. I genuinely look forward to it. Like, I just want to be able to have some kind of a normal functionality when it comes to screaming and yelling and singing and all that kind of stuff. But I just wonder what it is that it's going to hallmark. Like, I wonder what's going to come in stride with this, the moment that I get the date. Hmm. Guess I'll be talking about it on the vlog. Coming downtown, it's like the buildings were sort of just appearing out of the fog. <laughs> it's spooky as fuck. Lots of people wearing masks all over the place. Not necessarily for COVID, just because it's dangerous to breathe the air right now. Not cool. Let's talk about faith. Coming from the atheist, this is fucking hilarious, but it makes sense to me, so I have to record it before, <laughs> before I forget it. I will forget it. So, faith. Very important concept. It can apply. Even in a lack of faith in religion. And I'm not talking about being spiritual or karmatic or uh, feeling the energy around you and all that kind of stuff, which I do have a lot of respect for and I would say belief in, but the faith that I'm talking about is very much about being willing to take a leap of faith and truly being committed to it, like truly being committed to it. So here's the example. I remember when I first quit my day job and I decided that I was gonna be a videographer for real estate videos, real estate walkthrough videos. And I was gonna do this for all of the real estate agents in Montreal. I was sending cold emails, you know, cold call emails and plying my trade with all kinds of different real estate agents that I'd never met before and going through the motions going through the motions of trying to book gigs, trying to book gigs, thinking I'm going to try and be a real estate video walkthrough guy. But I didn't believe in my heart that that's what I was going to do. Inside my soul, I knew I didn't have faith in that direction. Like I didn't believe it. I was going through the motions to feel good about myself, waking up every single morning and looking for work, right? Basically, that's essentially what I was doing. I was going through the motions, but I didn't believe it. I didn't have faith in that as a solution. I knew in my heart, deep down inside, that it was not gonna bear enough fruit to pay the mortgage and pay the bills. However, by pure fucking, like just sheer belief in music, I knew in my heart that I would get more gigs. I didn't know how many or how frequent they would be, but I just knew in my heart that I was gonna be playing a lot of gigs and that manifested. I also knew in my heart that I would meet someone, maybe not the right forever person for me, but someone to sort of fill a gap of void that I've been feeling. All of these things manifest. When you have faith, truly believe that they are gonna happen, and the shit that you just are going through the motions to do, that shit doesn't fucking manifest, and there's a reason for that. Because you don't fucking truly believe that it's gonna happen. You're just doing things to go through the motions and fake it. Just say that you're trying to do something, that shit doesn't fucking happen. 
The only way that it does really come true is when you truly commit and believe and have faith that it is going to happen. It's not a question of I'm going to try and make it happen or I'm going to I'm going to work towards it. If you believe in your head that it is going to happen, then that's exactly what fucking happens. I know that sounds so like just maybe freaking pedestrian to say. Like the words are very just sort of basic, but it is the absolute fucking truth. Whatever you're doing is one thing. Whatever you really believe is going to happen, that's what fucking happens. I've manifested pretty much everything that has fucking come to pass in the past six to eight months. I literally just think that it's going to happen and truly believe in my heart that that is the right course of action or it is the thing that I want, really want the most and that I know is right and it happens. It just fucking happens. It's actually a thing. I'm an atheist and I have faith. Weird shit! I don't know, it's just a feeling of, of being like kind of free out at like at this carnival with like your older buddies or your 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 friends' older siblings that took you along with you right. and you're just in this magical world of like, you know, oh there's older cool people here and they're doing cool shit and you just feel like uh, you're immersed in like a, a world that you know one day you will be in, but you're not quite there yet. That's cool. Hello! I'm fucking sad. Derek, the recording's over. I'm gonna go try and if I can leave this place. Like... Amazing job. I can't believe you, that sir. it's done. Like I'm speechless right now. You fucking killed it on all the instruments. Thank you. And thank you for recording in OV. Uh -huh. Okay, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I freaking love Ableton. And I told Tarek during our recording session a couple of times how Ableton um, is just so much more, I get the sense that it is more robust and resilient than other DAWs. I've used a whole bunch over the years, over the decades. And uh, one of the recent ones that I used prior to Ableton was Cakewalk. Cakewalk is free. There's no excuse. Any uh, aspiring project studio person out there, you download it for free. Like what more do you want? And it is a really full featured program. It works amazing. Um, however, I think when you start to get to the point of overloading it to the, to the tune of, I don't know, let's say 30 or 40 tracks simultaneously, depending on your hardware and stuff, that can play a factor. But the program itself would just sort of it break and crack, you know, like you could hear it creaking. Ableton, on the other hand, has never let me down. And even after, I would say, three months of not even turning on this audio rig that I use, you know, when I started doing the sessions with Tarek, I was kind of like, hmm, I wonder if there's going to be like an update of some sort. And sure enough, there was probably a Windows update, an Ableton update, like lots of stuff going on in the background. Like, oh, finally, the computer's on for more than five minutes. Let's get it. And I was in the middle of recording like multiple inputs, two drum kits were wired up and set to go and the program didn't fail it recorded all of the tracks like everything was just working and I noticed the computer was super sluggish and still you know it was recording all of those tracks like faithfully and like what the hell and I don't have the best interface I got a shitty like what is it a, a Yamaha not even it's a Tascam Tascam's a good name but it was yeah not the best uh, interface that I've ever used so I was just so impressed that it worked through all of that stuff and now adding on to this whole sense of reliability and feeling of wow Ableton kicks ass I had to open up a new project to record some tracks yesterday because the big project was just so overloaded with tons and tons of guitars and basses and you know multiple kits if you know what latency is I couldn't get the latency down low enough to be able to have Tarek hear his own vocal in time so I created a new project and so you've got two projects with files I've got the main project with all of the goodies inside it and I have this other project with just a few tracks so I thought I wonder if Ableton could do this I opened up the smaller project and saved into this sort of 
you've got this ability to make some, it's a user library where you can save your own files. And I essentially dragged in an entire session of guitars, for instance. And now I'm gonna pop it back in just to show you what it looks like. Here's the missing rhythm Fender guitars that we recorded yesterday. And so I simply drag it in I'll pop it into this group folder that I've got with all of the other various Fenders and Gibsons and Epiphones and whatnot, and boom. Given that the project is at the same tempo and it is the same, essentially, you know, structure, look at that, all of my files and all the different takes that I can still manipulate in detail. And that took no time at all. I just have such uh, confidence in Ableton to be able to work no matter what. And that's rare. I, don't, I can't even remember a program that has ever done that for me and felt like I mean, no matter what, this session is going to go super smooth. And if it's for yourself, if you're doing your own project studio work, that's one thing. But if you're doing this for a client and they're here, they've taken a day off work and kind of shit, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's something that I'm learning, uh, the, the reliability. And I think that, you know, probably Pro Tools used to be that in the early days of studios and whatnot. But now I really feel like Ableton is it's got my ultimate respect after working it and putting it to its paces. And now just this ease of functionality. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm an absolute fan. Ableton for the win. I get nothing for this. This is not an endorsement for, you know, like click my link. I don't, nothing. This is just me talking about what I use. It's really good. I think there's a 90 day free trial. If you're suspicious about 90 day free trials, because then you, whoa, I have to pay. Fucking yeah. If you are looking for a DAW that kicks ass and will always work no matter what, they've got sort of like small, medium, large or light intermediate and advanced versions of it yeah you can't go wrong it's worth the money absolutely if you plan on recording more than once or twice a month and using something that's reliable 100% all day go Ableton look at that drag and drop